This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because both have plays. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. Now on. You do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious, wonderful, sitting in a kind of a sauna in a few minutes um, in Northern Ireland, which is very surprising, co-host... Amanda! Hi, Amanda. Hi, Moni. Yes, it is very hot in here. It's it's a hot, hot room. It's like a hot box, but not the fun kind of hot box. Not the fun kind of hot box. No. Yeah. <sighs> but yes, but... I'm here, and all of the other th- ways that you describe me are very accurate, so thank you. That's kind. I don't even true. remember anymore, but otherwise, yay! 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 <laughs> How you doing? That's a lot. Actually, 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 maybe not today. <laughs> not gonna ask you that question. No, I think that's maybe, uh, maybe a question for another day. Yeah, maybe not something I want to elaborate on on the podcast. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Um, otherwise, it's She's fine. She's serious though. <laughs> She's maybe. like, no, 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 it's fine. This is fine. This is fine. I'm generally living through my food box nowadays because we started to get HelloFresh and that's great because now I have like actual food. But yeah, other than that, it's been it's Tuesday. I was very confused. I remember that we record on a Tuesday like five minutes before it's happening because emotionally I'm not on a Tuesday. But here we are. Um, And yeah, that's pretty accurate. It was a holiday yesterday. So all day it felt like a Monday to me. So the fact that we both managed to get here is a miracle. It is a miracle. It really is a miracle. I was also on a call until like five minutes before it happened. And then I was like, I gotta go. I'm recording a podcast. I just saw it because I saw an email pop up in my on my phone, which I usually never see. But here we are. So yeah, but it worked out. We're here now. It's fine. It's fine. Everything it's fine. is great. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. This like, is fine. Flames behind me. Please see them. So uh, we're here. We're here and we're talking about Geek Girl in the News for May. Yes, for May. It's true. It's because we already have the 1st of June. And that means happy fucking Pride Month. Happy Fuck Pride. Yeah. Happy first Pride money. Thank you. It's awkward somehow. <laughs> um, bit weird. Doesn't feel like a month for me. Apparently need to embrace that more. But yeah, uh, I'm working on that. But anyway, yes, happy pride to everyone. Have have uh, uh, let your let b- your rainbow flag fly, and let your all your flags let them fly. And if you want to figure out how, you just go into Google and type in queer or gay or asexual or all the things trans everything. You will have a wonderful surprise waiting for you there. It's really cute, actually. Really, it's really cute. Yeah. But like not in the bar, but in the proper like type in google.com and then type it in the search box. Oh, that is so cool. Right? It's really cool. I like it too. It's really festive. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sucker for things like this sometimes. It's really cute. 
Like all Good job, Google. Yeah, I don't nice care job. that's performative. Well, that was I cool. Know. <laughs> I know, it's so performative. I have a hard time deciding what is too performative and what isn't because why are some things okay and why are some things not okay even though they're clearly also performative. But, I mean, that's a different story and not one we talk about today. Maybe something to talk about another time, though. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but this month, or this episode, is all dedicated to the news once again. Mm-hmm. And we've got some good news and some bad news, as usual. But I think we actually have a pretty good balance. Yeah, it's a good balance. Not like other weeks where it's like... <laughs> do you even want to listen to this it's all just fucking trauma and everything but not this week not this week we've got some good stuff yeah starting with and we're gonna we're gonna give a shout out to our youth geeks and feminists because teenagers are cool gen gen z gen z whatever they're called they're pretty cool i don't even know what they're called nowadays i kind of lost track with all the letters to be honest who knows (laughs) um so our first story comes from geekwire and um, it is about a senior Amer- American high school senior called Madison Cordell, who won the Amazon scholarship to pursue computer science. I mean, if that alone isn't epic enough. Right. So she won the Amazon Future Engineer Scholarship um, for a full ride to Cornell University. Where did I see I that? was so confused. Oh, that's her name. Because... Her name. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Washington, Western Washington University. I was like, wait a second, that's not right. <laughs> She's not going to Cornell. That's her I name. was so confused because her name was Cordell. And then I was like, oh, she's going to Cornell and she's called Cordell. What a coincidence. Um, it's not because she's not going to Cornell. No. Maybe she will later. Maybe, maybe. So um, Madison Cordell is going to be studying computer science and math at Western Washington University, um, which is great and she also has a chance for a paid software engineering internship at amazon after her freshman year nice yeah how did she win it though um she just because she wanted to last summer she started to learn coding for free online because she thought it might be something interesting um and fun and she enjoyed it love that (laughs) so then she um her she emailed her school counselor last year like she'd never touched coding before last summer she emailed her counselor and was like i think i want to go into coding so she got switched into the ap computer science for like this past year and had a blast and the teacher shared a link to the scholarship for her so she applied and won the fucking scholarship (laughs) i mean if that's not owning it i don't know what is to be honest yeah and it's so funny because, like, um, she's previously... Okay, sorry. And by funny, I mean, like, how much of a genius are you, right? So she says that she, when she was a child, like, when she was a young student, like, in elementary school, so ages, like, 6 to 10, probably, she Thank would be Thank you for pulled... making it more viable for people that have no idea how the American school system works. <laughs> You're welcome. I got you. Um, she used to get pulled out of class by the student, or by the teacher, to give... Uh, more challenging math problems because school was too easy for her in elementary school. Um, And then while she's been in high school, she um, did an internship internship with Goodwill's Youth Aerospace Program. And uh, she is in the school's book club. Book clubs are awesome. And (laughs) the key club, I don't know what that one is. Um, I guess they do community service and helping out in that way. 
Um, and this summer she is uh, working at a business that her grandmother owns that makes stands for computer tablets. That is pretty epic. Yeah. All um, around wonderful human being. Yeah. Like, I think that this is just a really good feel-good story. Really, like, lots of geek pride in such a young kid and a young woman, I, I should say. And it's just really cool. Nice, nice little bit of news to start off the month. I just think it's great because sometimes, and that's the, and I think that is still so often the case. It definitely was the case for me when I was still in school that they put all the boys together in the IT classes and all the girls together in the IT classes. And we did some lighter shit than the boys did because, I don't know, we can't properly deal with it or whatever i don't know um and so this notion of tech is and math is for boys and and girls can't do that properly is still like very i'm pretty sure it's still very around basically mm. so the fact that she's just out there owning this shit being all like i kind of want to do something over summer let me just try coding and oh i really enjoy that and then just going full force and winning an amazon scholarship is just fucking amazing and that she uses it for her own education is just great mm -hmm. she also got a mug and a mask which i also approve of <laughs> yeah. and a water bottle and a water bottle and something that looks like underwear but i don't think is underwear it's probably a mask as well it looks like a mask yeah yeah, it's cool. Probably. Congratulations, um, Madison Cordell. That's awesome. Well done. Well deserved. Mm -hmm. A wonderful junior geek of the month, I would say. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, and our next clip is also about Gen Z. <laughs> because they're the best. Yeah. And literally, girls, don't have, girls are done with putting up with random bullshit. Um, and we love it especially if they put their pain and hatred and anger into music mm -hmm. of course we are talking about the linda lindas who you <laughs> will have absolutely seen taking social media by storm when they went viral earlier this month which i mean was the best the best if you're like i actually have been living under a rock what are you talking about <laughs> so the linda lindas are uh, a, a teenage girl punk band um, <laughs> who released a song called Racist Sexes Boy that is basically the kind of song that speaks to all of our hearts. It is, it really is. Um, and it did go viral for the video where they played in the public library in LA. Um, and the clip basically starts out with Mila, who is the 10-year-old, 10-year-old, that think about that she's the drummer and she's introducing the song and she says a little while before we went into lockdown a boy in my class came up to me and said that his dad told him to stay away from chinese people she says after i told him that i was chinese he backed away from me eloise and i wrote this song based on that experience <laughs> i mean like when i was 10 years old 10 11 12 i tried to start a band too my song consisted of baby baby come to me it's great it's a great song um this song <laughs> thousand times better i still remember all the lyrics to my song by the way just in case you ever want to hear it but don't ever want to hear it i don't i'm not sure if i want to hear i feel i need to hear it but i will regret <laughs> wanting to hear it yeah. um somehow yeah but in um, the end all four of the like it's a four four girl band the linda linda so for for i think all of chinese descent of some of so, some kind um and they are just fucking owning it in the library singing punking to their um 
what is it called again? Racist Texas Boy Song. Yeah. Um, since they've been viral, or even before then, they had two songs on the Netflix Riot Girl inspired movie Moxie. So they've already, they're on that. And then this song, this release of Racist Sexist Boy, which they wrote themselves, because the other two that are on the soundtrack are covers, which is fantastic anyways. Like at 10 and 13 years old, you know, like still being on the soundtrack for a Netflix film is unreal. Mm. Um, so they have uh, been signed to Epitaph Records after all this. And they are actually having a national TV debut on June 3rd. So in the future from recording, but in the past from listening um, on Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> nice. I like Jimmy Kimmel. He's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is class. Um, you can also get merchandise from the Linda Lindas. And now that I see this, I'm kind of like um, buying it right now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Like, legit. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool merch. Yeah, I'd wear it. I I mean, I only wear weird t-shirts, so I would definitely be there for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so basically 100% definitely in love with the Linda Lindas. Mm. And I think we all should be because I... If this is what they're making at 10 and 13 years old, I can't wait to see the riot uh, that they're going to have. I would just like to correct myself because now I know more about them. Um, they are Mila and Louise, Lucia and Bella. They are two sisters, their cousin and a close friend. Uh, and they're half Asian, half Latinx. Um, and yeah, they played together in 2018 as part of the Girls Cool, a music and idea festival in LA for women identified artists. Cool. Um, This article from the Mary Sue says that the Linda Lindas are also a reminder that girls and young women raging against systematic oppression is a timeless art form. And it's absolutely not surprising that so many people have felt such a deep, immediate connection with this band and the way they express their anger and claim their power. I feel we get to a place now after one and a half years in a pandemic or something where people and you notice that by by these things where punk is just up and rioting again and rock and roll is up and rioting again after Italy won the Eurovision. So it's just like we we, we just want to go out there, sh- scream and shout and protest about the shit that has been going on. And it feels like a lot more people need, need it nowadays than, than we did before. So I'm all mm-hmm. here for that. Yeah, absolutely agree. Excited to see more from the Linda Lindas and... Let's hope they're going places. Yes, yeah. let's riot. Um, and let's riot indeed. Yes. Rioting against the French Open for their behavior. Be- behavior, <laughs> yes. For their decisions. <laughs> I mean, apparently it must be not only for the decisions, but also for their fucking rules, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, Naomi Osaka... Um, got fined for not going to press conference for conferences for mental health reasons because she's not a public speaker and she gets huge waves of anxiety before speaking speak to the worlds of media right that's quote quote by her and she got fined for that that's like the first thing where i'm like what the actual fuck is fucking wrong with you um, and let's let's say like it's a $15,000 fine it's not like you know ten dollars it's fifteen thousand dollars by the french open the same people that find 
uh, Serena Williams for wearing her cat suit that was designed to stop the blood clots that she was getting after her pregnancy. Haven't learned shit all since then, have they? Not a thing. Um, so after uh, Naomi Osaka was fined, she then decided that actually she's just going to withdraw from the from the tournament. Um, and she wrote good a very, for her. Yeah, very like she wrote a public statement and she was like, "I'm just going to withdraw from this." Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, it's quite the statement, but I'm happy to read it if you'd like me to, so that we're all on the same page here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. She said on Twitter, Hey everyone, this isn't a situation I ever imagined or intended when I posted a few days ago. I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been clearer. More importantly, I would never trivialize mental health or use the term lightly. The truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the US Open in 2018, and I have had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me knows I'm introverted, and anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones as that helps dull my social anxiety. Though the tennis press has always been kind to me, and I want to apologize especially to all the cool journalists who I may have heard. I am not a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I get really nervous and find it stressful to always try to engage and give you the best answers I can. So here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious, so I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences. I announced it preemptively because I do feel like the rules are quite outdated in parts and I wanted to highlight that. I wrote privately to the tournament apologizing and said that I would be more than happy to speak with them after the tournament as the slams are intense. I'm going to take some time away from the court now, but when the time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways we can make things better for the players, press, and fans. Anyways, hope you are all doing well and staying safe. I love you guys. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this entire message is so apologetic. I mean, it's not really in it, but it is kind of like she's not necessarily apologizing for for the fact that she took time off uh, or like she not time off, but she she decided to not do the press. But it's also like so apologetic that she even has to like that all these things are even the way they are because she did what she had to do for herself. Right. And I feel that is just already kind of outrageous that that Mm. she has to apologize for the way she took uh, decided to do self care and the way she decided to put her mental health first and and I don't know it just, it, she's really adorable in what she writes but at the same time like you don't wouldn't have needed to apologize to I mean you're there to play tennis and I get that there is a lot of money behind it and that comes with a lot of responsibility as well because of the sponsors and whatever and me 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 and whatever but at the same time as she says she's withdrawing because people can focus on the tennis again, right? So all she wanted to do is play fucking tennis and everything else can be organized in a different way, right? It could be her coach that could do it for her. It could be her manager that could do it on behalf of her. It could do something to to for people who are like her to not have it be so destroying in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, the fact, I don't know, just, I don't, I, I agree. I don't think that she should have had to apologize or that like it was just a very um, the word is not coming to me, but we're just going to say like apologizing 
statement, but it's not the word that I want, but I can't think of the word because brains hurt. Um, um, and it didn't need to be like that because she's taking a stand not only for her own mental health, but I also think that it's going to be a stand for mental health of tennis players to come. Mm. Um, like, we don't go quietly into rebellion. We go and we say, no, these rules are wrong. And it's not about meek and apology. It's, you know, mm. like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's hard because as Tom says in our chat here, like interviews are part of the contract. They're kind of part and parcel of, of the whole thing. But the whole, like, the issue comes down to mental health, which is, as he says, a cry for help. Um, and it's just brushed aside and the tennis federation is just like, don't care. Mm. We, you know, um, like it was just a, I don't know, really piss poor response from the tennis federation by saying like, I don't actually care that you're citing mental health issues and depression and anxiety and, um, tough shit. Yeah, exactly. If she, she would have had a physical injury, it wouldn't have been an issue. 100%. Yeah, no, it's true. And like, like, it, it's such a thing, like mental health isn't given the same priority or concern as physical, physical health and physical injuries. Um, and like, obviously, it's a thing like it's, it exists. It's, it's a very real problem. Like, or problem. It's a very real thing. Um, I feel we still we we're still not over the over the what is the word? Um over the negative reputation, I call it that, the negative rep reputation mental health issues have, mm -hmm. because this, you can see how people react to it. Like people don't believe you, people people drag you through the mud for it. If you like lose an arm, if you lose a leg, everybody is like super considerate and everything is like, but because you can't see mental health issues, you can't see people struggling uh, and people will laugh at you in the next day they probably gonna do something really bad to themselves you can't people can't wrap their head around the fact how somebody who just laughed with you the one day can be gone the other because of how depressed they actually were and nobody still is taking it fucking seriously so and um tom also said so many comments on twitter had such a lack of empathy because they're like people um I've had uh, Jinx says I've had people tell me to take a walk, take meds, not take meds, etc. Like, yeah, people just give you all the all the all the wonderful reasons that they think will help them, but uh, like the they suggestions they give you, which they would never do, they will never tell you to get over it if you break a leg or if you break an arm, you just walk, keep on walking or whatever. Nobody does that, um, but with mental health. Um, issues everybody is just constantly telling you how 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 fucked up this uh, like how unvalid you are for what you're feeling mm -hmm. um there's actually a comment on twitter that i agree with shock horror wow i know i know um and it says sports organizations will have to find a way to accommodate athletes with these types of issues if they want to be inclusive participating in press conferences isn't an essential part of being a professional tennis player yeah it's true like we the it needs to change the the entire environment around press and mental health and everything mm. just needs to be better and there i like the tennis from uh tennis federation needs more education and policies in place but yeah and um, it's not just tennis but it's tennis that we're talking about here yeah Luna and Jinx both both say in chat. Luna says that there is some val validity to saying uh, go going outside will will 
going outside and like get distracted by things um and jinx is also saying that that's what she does when when she's at her worst she will fight to go outside if it makes mm -hmm. sense but it's also like to get away from the spot that you're so terrified of at the moment for your own safety in a in a way like it's not necessary like and also again like good food and exercise and vi vitamin d they're all things that can improve things but that's not curing anything like it doesn't mean that you're suddenly not depressed because you eat properly because the food is not the cure or the the going outside is not the cure it's like with everything it's a it's a change of scenery that does uh short-term improvement potentially or it just gets you away because wherever you're stuck now is just too scary so you go somewhere else to 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 exactly some some days just taking a shower is an accomplishment and that's just the thing that you'd suddenly do something instead of just lying around and, and waiting for the day to be over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm proud of Naomi Osaka for taking the stand and for making, you know, not just about her statement that she's not going to do press conferences, but when they find her, like, not just the fine, but saying, like, I'm, I'm out of here, I'm not doing this, but mm. we're going to work together to find a solution. Mm. Um, because that's what it needs, more professionals in the industry to to stand up and talk about it and mm. be open about their own personal problems um, and create lasting and real change for the people to come. And there are still like so many people out there nowadays who speak up, who do things. We had Meghan Markle talk about how depressed and suicidal she was. We have now um, Naomi Osaka talking about how she's dealing with it. And people still don't take it seriously, but it's also the, they're the first people who like actively speak like out about it. And like 10 years ago, five years ago, we had people who all dropped dead after. Well, they didn't drop dead, but they so many actors and actresses that had that, that died because of 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 mental health issues or because they couldn't stand being around this world anymore and everybody was like why did nobody say anything and now we have people saying anything something and people are like well that's bullshit that's all just a fucking lie you have enough money you can't be depressed so it's like we're we're, we're wait, waiting through this bullshit until people hopefully finally notice that this is exactly this is why nobody's saying anything but we need to speak about it because we need to be more open about how many are actually affected it's not that it's so such a small number of people who have mental health issues so many of us have mental health issues and it's that this this taboo about talking about it it just needs to fucking go mm -hmm. i was really hoping you were doing a segue there when you were saying that you were waiting through through it because ah. um our next article is about wade no, it's well, it is. Kinda. It's about kinda. It's about Ryan Reynolds. Um, was who kinda end, working on my segue there, but not with a weight. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh. that was that would have been really smart. I'm not smart. That I'm not that <laughs> smart, especially not today. Yeah. But at the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, month, month at the end of <laughs> yeah. Mental I'm Health Awareness, I'm all together for a month at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, third time's the charm. At the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, Ryan Reynolds um, put up a post about in on Instagram where he opened up about his own mental health struggles um, and his anxiety. I mean, and we all love Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, yeah. he's just... I mean, we talked about him just recently. 
that he's you didn't you say he's probably an asshole because but he's so funny so it's fine kind of like it wasn't that kind of what you basically said? i i love everything about him and i don't like no i think i said he's probably not an asshole like i don't get any kind of asshole vibes from him at all yeah and i want to be best friends with him yeah i mean i would like to be that too but yeah i mean also ryan reynolds the man who seems to have everything under control he's like has a comeback to absolutely fucking everything that's going on he's giving zero fucks he's just buying companies left right and center he also struggles with anxiety mm-hmm. um and i think in true ryan reynolds style it's the perfect post for him to open up about it as well um because he said may is almost over it's also mental health awareness month but which brings me to this one of the reasons i'm posting this so late because he posted on may 26th is I overschedule myself and important things slip. And one of the reasons I overschedule myself is my lifelong pal, anxiety. I know I'm not alone, and more importantly, to all those like me who overschedule, overthink, overwork, overworry, and over everything, please know you're not alone. We don't talk enough about mental health and don't do enough to destigmatize talking about it. But as with this post, better late than never, I hope. <laughs> I think is sometimes is best like and that's what I like about him right he's not going out there and he's not being which is legit and fine too if people like have this professional comeback or whatever but all he's saying now is like look you think I have my shit figured out like just like I just said like he he seems to have it all and everything is great and he has a comeback for everything but actually he's also struggling right and it's sometimes it's just that little thing that it needs that people acknowledge that all the people we look up to they are not all standing on this fucking pedestal they are they are they they are also people who struggle with all the things with addiction with 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 anxiety with depression with all of that like they are not exempt from all of that just because they have money and they are famous and they are successful um Mm Luna says she's starting to think the real trick of adulthood is presenting the illusion of of your shit being together. 100%. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think like Ryan Reynolds opening up about his struggles and like people like you say he's got his shit together like he's got it all worked out. And it's so important for Ryan Reynolds to be speaking up about this because he is a man oh, yeah. speaking up about his mental health problems. Um, he's a successful man. He's white. And as far as we know, cis and straight, um, like he has, you know, he's ticking all of these boxes of like, he's the last person on the planet who should be allowed to say that they, they struggle with mental health issues, basically. Exactly. And that's what makes it so important, Mm. (laughs) you know? Yeah, Yeah. Um, like, yeah, this is like, it's something that we didn't see when we were kids like we didn't see this growing up we didn't see any men talking about like i mean we saw very few things about mental health when we were growing up but if anything it would have come from from a woman but seeing like a man talking openly about his struggles and his like his mental health issues his anxiety like it's it's important and like he says we need to destigmatize it and we need to talk about it more you just mentioned that we didn't experience it and I keep thinking about this now and I can't tell you that I ever unless maybe until I was like 17 and we had psychology in school I never had anything like I never never I don't think I recall ever hearing anything about mental health issues we had a bit in like my health classes um but it was never like never open and talking about it like I, I had friends with some 
um, some mental health issues, but like it wasn't like this. Yeah, no, no, we just had, but that's also when I was already older. Definitely not when I was younger. Now I know that my, like my nephew's girl, like ex-girlfriend, she had issues and, 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 and all of that. But I don't recall anyone in my class. But that doesn't mean that didn't happen, of course, because mm-hmm. just because people didn't talk about it doesn't mean that it wasn't going on, right? Um, but That's we definitely fair. didn't talk about it at all until we like talked about, I, I just remember we had to talk about somebody with schizophrenia in our class. Um, but that's really all I remember from that. I don't remember that we've talked about depression or anything at all. And that was when I was, when I was already like 15, 16, 17 or something like that. So um, it's it's like there needs to be way, way, way more also like talk about this in school and representation about this all about that in school. Because we're like, especially when you're a teenager, right? You're just so out of your fucking mind with what the fuck is going on. Everything is going and, and it's so easy to be... Um, to get into a place where everything is just fucking horrible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you don't know what the fuck even is, what the fuck even is going on. So I think it's really important, especially in the, the, once again, as you said, that also Ryan Reynolds, somebody who has apparently shit all figured out and is a man who is vulnerable about his emotions, which is like, whoa. Yeah, far out. <laughs> this doesn't happen. But it should, and it does, and it will more. The more celebrities, the more people speak out about this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So thank you, Ryan Reynolds, for speaking up about your own problems and, you know, just continuing to be a role model for us all. 100%. All right. And um, there is no good leeway to the next article. No, there is really not. There's not. Our next article comes from our good friend, Ed, Ed Nightingale. We love Ed. <laughs> we do Ed, love Ed. I, I once uh, said it again so weirdly. If you want to find more article articles from Ed, he's writing for Pink News. He's writing a lot of wonderful, wonderful articles for Pink News, and this is one of them. So if you want to find Ed, go to Pink News and Google Ed Knights. Um, mm-hmm. Ed Nightingale, by the way, not Ed Knights. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've all been excited about the newest game coming out um, from her for Horizon Forbidden West. Um, it's the the second installment in the series that stars. <laughs> just start again with that convo, I think. Thank you yeah. so much for thank the so resub chat, chat. And thank you for the follow Aquatic Rogue. Um, thank you. We'll start that <laughs> we segment again there. <laughs> and you can start it because I don't, I don't, I've lost my what I was going to say um, so as you mentioned um, or tried to mention um, <laughs> there has been again, I think once again the state of play no it wasn't the state of play but more information about Horizon Forbidden West which is kind of part of Horizon Zero Dawn I'm not entirely sure I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn but I feel it has something to do with her because it's the same protagonist. It's Alloy, mm-hmm. and she's like generally well known already. Yeah, it's is it not? It's um, it's the like a sequel, isn't it? Well, super prepared. Um, we are both once again. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, it is. It's a sequel to the game from the PS4. Um, it was announced on in Sony Sony State of Play on May twenty seventh. 
um, which will be releasing, um, Horizon Forbidden West will be releasing on the PS5 and the PS4. Um, and because it's happening a few years have gone by since uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Aloy has aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she, she has aged. She has aged. She has gotten a little bit older. And um, it's pissed off some some men that she doesn't look like, I don't know, made up <laughs> with makeup and she's not supermodel beautiful, whatever that means. I Isn't don't know. Isn't she I don't... a Viking too? I feel number one. <laughs> She, they took a picture where she has like a frown on her face and she looks kind of angry. That does not, this is not an expression, that is not a judgment or whatever. It's just that she has a stern look on her face, which is totally fine and she looks perfectly normal on that. But be also because she's not smiling into the fucking camera, like men tell women all the time to smile more and shit, people got really butthurt about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had, uh, the, a tweet went viral on May 27th or 28th. I can't remember the exact day. Like after the state of play, um, after Aloy's new new artwork, um, where I personally think she is like really good looking. Um, and she, her face, she, her facial expression is as if she's saying, what the fuck about the tweet that went viral? Which was... Um, 100%. 100%. Which was this like fan-made artwork of what they would think they prefer Aloy to look like. And um, they're like, oh, you should hire fans to uh, to, to, to make your game design. <laughs> mm. um, and, like, fuck off. <laughs> because I got nothing else. I've got a lot more to say, but, like, fuck off. Like, it is exactly, you know, the the male gaze, you know, the, it, this character is created not for the male gaze it's created because it's the isn't way that this character some, should be created I don't isn't know. she some kind of fucking viking being like super fucking badass and being all like out there in the woods fighting shit and with bow and arrow and being all fucking badass that's her fucking job that's what she's doing and the the guy uh, obviously it was a guy that came about who was like oh look she's not hot at all and you wanted to look like this which was like super model with a lot of makeup on her eye with fake lashes which with with lipstick and whatever when does a fucking viking who is fighting shit have time to do the fucking makeup number one and also like bleached teeth and everything so fuck this she looks like a perfectly normal perfectly fine woman who has not fallen out of bed and into the makeup tin which is fine if you want to do that but at the same time underneath everybody is also just as beautiful right so and that's what people look like she just looks like a human being exactly <sighs> exactly so as she even is probably better eyebrows than anybody who is her sorry eyebrows on point right on fleek what is the what do they say brows on fleek is that old am i old news I only I just know. learned that one, you know? Um, but as Ed says in this article, poor Snowflake. Snowflake Gamer dragged, and he did get dragged on Twitter. And I am not the least bit sorry, because you can fuck off. <laughs> he was very, like, I went on his profile, I think, and he was genuine. Or I, I saw the original tweet, and he was defending himself immediately about how fucking funny people just don't get jokes. And I'm like... 
It's not funny, is it? It's not funny, though, is it? Like, mm -hmm. just because you make a stupid fucking joke and nobody's getting it because it's not funny doesn't make you more funny even though you explain it again. Having... Yeah, no. <laughs> um, though I did like the, the like, runoff of jokes that twi that came after about it. And, like, my favorite one, which... Th there was there was two of my favorite ones. Um, with Patrick from Spongebob being like, oh, I wish that Patrick had a full, you know, a higher fans. And it's like Patrick on the right with like nails and big plump lips and makeup and eyelashes. And it's just like, yeah, higher fans, baby. Um, but yeah, just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And once again, we now have, we now suddenly get, or not suddenly, we slowly get the female protagonists that we all want, right? That are like, normal people that are like and we talk about here we talk about alloy we talk about um ellie from the last of us and abby yes thank you abby was also the first the, the one of the first ones who people because ellie was already what's was still like kind of in a typical um beauty kind of way but about abby they people already got really really annoyed by that because she was so muscular right and she didn't have like big boobs because she was like so muscular and people were already like annoyed by that as well and yeah, women can't have muscles no women can't have muscles and they can't have small boobs apparently they all need to have like big bongos it's not even how you big say bongos. it <laughs> wow thanks money <laughs> sorry yeah it's it's good if you have big bongos, but it's not necessary for people to have big bongos, is what I mean. I just want you to keep saying big bongos. I can keep saying that. King of the bongo, king of the bongo. Hear me when I call, baby. Um, gets a totally different gets a totally totally different meaning right now. Now that I called mm. them bongos. Anyway, um. Yeah, I think Alloy looks perfectly fine. People can stop being such wankers about it and like look all the women in the world the world in 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 the face because we all look like that in it's one true. way or the other. It's true. Um so Snowflake Gamer can get in the sea and we're moving on because Let's it just on. makes me angry. Um <laughs> to an update from a story that we ran a few months ago, I don't actually know, three months ago maybe, um, that Rosario Dawson was being uh, taken to court over some anti-trans, or with an anti-trans assault lawsuit. We have an update for you. Mm -hmm. The court has dismissed the anti-trans assault lawsuit against Rosario Dawson. Mm -hmm. um, so the Mary Sue is reporting um, that in the case of Dedrick Finley versus Rosario Dawson, the court issued a full dismissal against Dawson, and nobody really knows the details. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody really knows the details. They also say that what that will ultimately mean remains to be seen, but it, but the court um, kind of dismissed it for the time being. That does, still doesn't necessarily mean that they could have paid the person a lot of money so that they kind of dropped it or whatever, but mm -hmm. um, in the end, we don't know what happened there. Um, no, Dawson Rosario Dawson denies all like all of the accusations that she was transphobic to Finley, and she has from the get go. And Finley claims the transphobic assaults um, happened. So it's... 
what they what apparently so in 2019 um dedrick finley accused dawson and her family of the mistreatment and discrimination and uh, he he said it includes physical assault and anti-trans insults such as deliberate misgendering um apparently he was also a family friend and was promised full-time work nearby and rent free rent free place to live by the family um and he says that when he came out to the Dawson family with his new name and pronouns, they were unwelcoming um, to the change. And he claims uh, his gender was repeatedly denigrated and disregarded by family members. And while working on the family's property, he claims Rosario's father would scream in his face saying, a man wouldn't work like this and you only think you're a man. Bullshit. Bullshit. So... But the charges have been dismissed, um, whatever whatever that means. Well, we know what it means, but whatever happened behind the scenes, mm. we don't know. Um, and, we, I mean, we probably won't know Yeah, exactly what happened. I mean, Mary Sue says, for the people in the trans community, it doesn't fix anything. And regardless, uh, regardless, they lose. If Findlay is lying or overstated harm, then that hurts all victims and has put a taint on Dawson's reputation that will never likely go away. If Dawson did what she was accused of, then it highlights how her position has allowed her to escape justice. Everyone loses. Yeah. 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 Everyone loses in this scenario. And I mean, we do know some uh, that um, occasionally people, I mean, we talked about this in, and I'm not, ex- I'm not comparing her to R. Kelly, not in the slightest, because that's like an entirely different ballgame. But people can't get out of situations like this when they have a certain kind of fame and a certain kind of money. So that doesn't necessarily mean she's really innocent. Um, mm-hmm. That just, yeah, again, means kind of nothing for all sides, which is kind of annoying. But with that weird trans news, weird, not great, not good, no no, no win situation. With this lose-lose some... lose situation. Yeah. We've got some good news, good trans news. Well, we Money. got good which good twitch news i would call it it's not only good trans news but that's that's definitely one of the most important things and we've talked about this i think a couple of times before that that and uh, once again this article that we're referring to is written by the one and only ed nightingale um but on twitch when you're not you when you don't know how the platform works it was possible for a good while to tag your content based on whatever it is that you're playing and partly also was it partly possible yes it was partly possible to also tag your identity in the with for example the lgbtqia plus tag right and we know that the lgbtqia2 plus community is big and it has a lot of different identities in there and not everybody is as welcoming to everybody else in that and that tag um in that acronym is that what it is never mind in that combination, which which is why a lot of especially trans folks and especially people that started out with the trans gaming stream team, they were pleading desperately for Twitch to give them a trans tag where transgender streamers can find themselves and like audience can also find themselves. And it took Twitch a good two years and there was radio silence on the outside. Like there was no, no, nothing was mentioned about this. There was the user voice that was out there that was just the, the highest rated user voice on the entire platform, I think, for a, a good couple of months. And then, um, and but no word from Twitch about the trans tech, right? So people 
obviously thought they didn't give a flying fuck about this. Um, in the back, there have been discussions going on, but on the outside, nobody knew what the fuck was happening. And that obviously made everyone everyone super upset. Then Q in like middle of May, was it middle of May or partly towards end of May, Twitch released a blog post where they announced that they are gonna add a hot tub stream tag because of the hot tub situation that is going on on Twitch now. And obviously people were like, yes, great, you have the tag. But people clearly once again lost their shit because that nobody gives a shit about the hot tub tra- hot tub tag when people have been pleading for the trans tag for almost two years. So everybody was already like, you just watch Twitch go out there and be all, let's do this for Pride Month and release all the tags for Pride. And then just a few couple of days before June ro- rolled around, they did mention, they did post a tweet and they were like, okay, listen... Um, we have like a list of 350 identity tags and they will release next week. So uh, I'm sorry, it seems like we're not paying attention. We did and that's the, ex- that's the result. So now there is a list of 315 tags that you can use to describe your content and your identity on Twitch that is searchable and for people to see and to find you. And one of them obviously is also the trans tag which people are fucking excited about it is so good to see the trans tag and to see people celebrating having the trans tag using the trans tag and finding each other through the trans tag and it's not but it's not just the trans tag like it is like the the agender the non-binary the the bisexual the asexual the austrian tags because there's an austrian tag there is an or austrian as tom tag. liked to, to tell me last thursday when i was streaming under the northern ireland tag he said you're the only one there yeah oh, <laughs> i'm all alone well um, probably not true but people will slowly and steadily start to figure it out that that there is a tag or people can be found in and it's just i have already started to use use the tags more because i know that there was this peer-to-peer but it was also always seemed kind of like i have to go off i kind of it wasn't i don't know it wasn't i love the page and i looked through it but while you're streaming it it was kind of difficult to still do it mm-hmm. and i can't really describe you why but but it was like just harder to find for me in some way and now i click on the asexual tag and i was like oh look at that there are so many and yes mr Mm -hmm. Weeble also said there are a lot of disability tags so you have like you can add disability invisible disability you can tag yourself as uh, with like depression mental health adhd like all these different neurodivergent all these different fucking tags and it's just so great that people are now able to find each other and find just other people. And I feel it's a black tag is also one that came out very important. Came out as well. Um, lots of race tags came out. Mm-hmm. Not just the black one, like yeah. Asian and and religion as well was another one. Um, so you can like tag based on your religion if that's mm-hmm. an important part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the this has been such a, like I genuinely believe this is a fantastic update mm-hmm. from Twitch. And mm-hmm. it's long overdue, but I'm very glad that it's here because it's beneficial for us all. They talked about the the release of the tags in a let's chat. Um, And honestly, it was the wildest shit because they were so open about admitting that they've done something wrong, that they should have done it sooner and that they know they fucked it up. And you haven't seen a comment like a reaction like this from a company that big 
in a good while. Like it was so confusing to watch it and like good at the same time that you have like the woman it was um what's her face? I forgot what her name was. Um Erin Wayne is the senior director of marketing at Twitch. She was just amazing. She did such a good job there. And yeah, they com they they admit that they fucked it up and they they <laughs> yeah, they necessarily would have waited for June and then they just I think they got like really cold feet because people were already like if they are going to do this for pride, this is going to be so bad. And then I think marketing really was like or or the marketing that department was there fuck fuck we gotta do this it was even on a friday evening or <laughs> it's not even anything extravagant like pr the pride rainbow coloring on instagram or something yeah it's really True. not um and again it like it starts to this you start to question in bits like how how do they even how shit is twitch actually coded if it's not possible if it's not possible to add a couple of more tags to it but at the same time they kind of blame that on how that is still the limit of the tag that you can use is still five tags so um based on that still because now you're obviously way more in we can, you can be way more intersectional and that's now still limited to five tags but i have to say based on the entire like it took them way too long like way too long you cannot even believe how too, how much too long that was that it took them. But I'm so glad that it's out now. And I still feel the Let's Chat was a, was a nice, was good because they admitted to this having been a really shit experience. And they also used, um, imagine Twitch introducing colored pride text for this month, month. That would be so epic, but probably not happening. But yeah, I still think that a company admitting to his mistakes is huge. Um, very important that you can say, I fucked up. I know I should have done better. Um, so that I think is really important. And they, they yeah, it's, it may not be perfect, but it's out. And you see already a lot of people, especially the trans streamers, who show their stats on how many people actually found them through the tag. And that's just something that really really warms my heart mm -hmm. i agree so thank you twitch for finally doing something right and good and owning your fuck up yeah 100 percent um yeah so we're ending on some happy news yeah you can find us on various tags on twitch too if you wanna whenever i'm on it there will be an austrian tag because i just want to see if some people find me you know it's not really that i identify so much as being an austrian i use it a lot for my jokes and everything but in reality i really do not care too much but you just like when you're streaming you're still thinking who is out there still who is around me and it's like there's just this closeness of, of, of also finding people in your area in a way um so that's just really nice and yeah amanda and i both amanda is like northern irish that she, you can find her. And Canadian. And Canadian. I tend to put them both on. Today. <laughs> no, because there's only five. I know. There's, there's only, only five. five. I had to put the Austrian there, yeah. you know. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> I only look for Austrians who sing Edelweiss's Jinx. Oh, God. Are you going to sing for us, Mike? No, Jinx and I need to sing another song, which I forgot oh. already, which okay. how it went. But, you know. And I'm not going to sing Edelweiss. I was really inclined to start now, but I'm not going to do it again because I sing all the time. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, so yeah, find us. 
on the new Twitch tags and find us on social media geek at Geek Herring and on Discord at uh, geekherring.com forward slash Discord. So yeah, come hang out. Tell us what you think of the news of May and yeah, be good, be gay, do crime. Be gay, do crimes, especially in June. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yay, happy Pride and Once again. we will see you again next week for another really gay episode of Geek Herring. <laughs> I love that. Bye! Bye! <laughs> If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. 